Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, May the 13th, and what a wild one to come to you after I thought I'd be coming to you talking about another. Blown 7-1 lead. Luck. I mean, they did blow the 7-1 lead. Luckily, top of the ninth, the Phillies get it done. Thanks to the Dodgers as well. But, man, 9-7 victory for the Phillies. Boy, was that a uh, a stressful one. A stressful one. We'll dive through the whole thing. But the Phillies get up early, and you're feeling pretty good. And then it just falls apart. The eighth inning is... The stuff that nightmares are made of for this Phillies team. The stuff we've been through far too often. But again, you know what? Credit when due. They bounced back and won the game in the moment, which was honestly shocking. Honestly shocking. In the moment, I thought, it's over. The Dodgers, they, yep, the Dodgers are going to do what the Dodgers do, and the Phillies are going to do what the Phillies do, and there's no way we're in this baseball game. We won it. So I'm of two minds, you know? I'm really, really upset that we had to sit through another disaster like that and how you leave Jose Alvarado in the game that long how Jose Alvarado's in the spot to begin with why does Joe Girardi trust Jose Alvarado so much it makes no sense I I honestly I have no explanation for it I mean all we do is watch Jose Alvarado and feel pure terror when this guy's on the hill how can anyone not be terrified when this guy's pitching I just can't do the Jose Alvarado thing. He is my least favorite pitcher on the team by light years. I I what, clam up when he comes into a game. I get uh, tense and nervous no matter what. Oh, Girardi is just a disaster. I, I just, I, he is a flat out bad manager. The fact that this could happen twice and... Two weeks, and, you know, again, thank God. The Phillies got lucky in the ninth. Dodgers really helped out. Wild pitches. They got base runners. They you know, did what they had to do to win a game. And, and again, credit to the Phillies. Credit to the offense, especially for coming through. Zach Wheeler, credit to him. Nice outing. Um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't great. Wheeler, five and a third, three earned, seven strikeouts, six hits, one walk. But, you know, kept him in the game, gave him a chance. Brad Hand, nice cleanup duty when he comes in. Sir Anthony was great. Andrew Bellotti was great. Corey Knable was great. Scary. Loads the bases in the ninth. 9-7 game. Base loaded. Gets a pop out to end the game. But 
Um, it was really a, um, you know, a, 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 I don't even know what to call it in terms. I was going to say like a frustrating win or a, a terrifying win or a thrilling yet terrifying win. I, I don't know what the moniker for it is, but it encapsulated a lot of the Phillies in one game there, except for the fact they actually won the game, you know? And it was a big win, you know. Let, let credit we're doing at least in that sense. Phillies moved to fifteen and seventeen on the season. Desperately needed the win, you know. Coming off one, two, or three of Seattle now, you know, imperative they don't get swept three straight here and lose the series. Imperative, imperative. If you split the series in LA, you know what? That's okay. We'll be okay. You got to win one and three. That's it. And if you win two or three, you want a series in LA against the Dodgers, right? Right? I mean, there we go. But even one of three, I'll be okay. It's sad. It was really sad that my hopes and expectations have dwindled to such a level. But, you know, I gotta be honest. And if you said before the series started, hey, they're going to take two of four in LA, I'd be like, where do I sign? <laughs> Put the paper down. I'll lock it in. Let's go. Do we have to watch the games or can we just take the two of four and go home? How's this work? <laughs> but... Um, they still have to win one of three, which, you know, we'll see. But, again, um, in a spot where as frustrating as it was and as as angry as I was with Joe Girardi in the moment as it was happening, as angry as I was that Jose Alvarado pitches in, in these spots ever in any situation, you know, as angry as I was with the whole situation, I, I do have to, to step back and say, you know, they won the game. They won the game. They deserve credit. They found a way after a, you know, and I'm sure for those guys too, in the moment as, as it's falling apart, I mean, you're obviously having flashbacks of two weeks ago. Well, actually one week ago, the day, one week ago to the day that this happened. I, uh, yeah, I, feel, I can't believe it was only a week ago that that happened. It feels like a year ago. But yeah, a week later, one week to the day, it feels like it's going to happen again. And those Phillies players must have been feeling it. They must have been feeling it in the moment saying, oh, no, not again. Because I know that's what I was feeling. I know that's what every Phillies man was feeling. The few people who were awake and tweeting and all that was very clear what the sentiment was. It was like, no, not again, Phillies. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That was the sentiment. That's what I felt. And that's what I think a lot of Phillies fans felt. It was a, um, you know, we're not doing this again. This is this is not okay. It's not going to happen. Phillies are not doing this. They're not doing this. Seven to one in the sixth inning. It's not going to happen again. At least it wasn't the bottom of the ninth, I guess. But um, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness, Phillies. Thank goodness they did win the game. And credit where due. I'm... Again, still concerned about the fact that they've blown two seven and one leads in a week. Oh, that's not not concerning. That's not not something you think about. But again, and most importantly, they won the game, and I really I'm focusing on that because they beat the Dodgers in a game that it felt like they were definitely going to lose. And I think that in and of itself is is a positive. You know, that's a Something we can take and hold on to. The fact that a game that this Phillies team a week ago, you know, had their worst loss in years. Um, and then it almost felt like they were going to do it again, do do a very similar thing. And then they bounced back and they 
scored a couple runs when they had to. They barely shut it down when they had to, but they did, and they won the game. They won the game. So credit. As much as I hated it, I didn't enjoy watching it. Um, They won the game. They won the game. It was awful. It was an awful, awful, awful way to win a long game. But they won. They won. I'll take it. Let's go through the game, and then we'll we'll look ahead to the weekend, massive weekend against Dodgers, and also some... um, Concerning news about Bryce Harper. We'll get to that. But Harper was awesome last night, by the way. Uh, Harper gets the scoring going in the first. Uh, quick two outs in the first. And then Harper steps to the plate and just tank shots one off Tyler Anderson. Just taking it way out to right. one nothing Phillies. Then the Phillies start to pour it on the second. Uh, first of all, shout out to Gene Segura. Gene Segura basically... What an awesome night for Segura. Segura just basically made runs happen right and left. Segura ends up going two for four, scores two runs, but, you know, stealing third later in the game was um, in this spot, you know, gets on second, gets on third. Kyle Schwarber, RBI single. It was just um, Gene Segura's been playing with a lot of fire. He's been awesome. He's been on a heater. He's been white hot for this team lately. And uh, his batting average is up to 307. All of a sudden, no look at Gene batting 307. My man's batting 307. And he's really added a, a fire, a, 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 some excitement to this team. And, you know, although we all remember it, it wasn't that long ago, the whole Gene Segura hustle thing and the McCutcheon ACL and all that, you know, how tough that all was. Well, I'll tell you, Segura's hustling right now, man. He's hustling his. Butt off. I mean, uh, you know, hustling to get doubles, hustling to steal bases, hustling to score runs. He scored a sack fly later in the game, which we'll get to, but it was, we'll get to it. But it was it was unbelievable. All right, so anyway, up 2 nothing there on the Segura single. Then, yo, Han Camargo, he's back after a, uh, forgot he was on the team for a little bit, you know, a stretch like that, but back. Camargo, shot to left field, makes it 4 to nothing. Phillies, the Phillies give up one in the third. Cody Bellinger, who... Oddly, has owned Zach Wheeler in his career. Um, Homer from Bellinger, it's 4-1. Then the Phillies pour it back on. In the fourth, another one, making it 5-1. This is the one where it's uh, Johan Camargo, sack fly to, when I say shallow center field, basically deep second base is probably a better way to put it. It was a shallow fly ball to deep second base, caught by the second baseman. And Gene Zagura tagged and scored. It was insane. Honestly, I don't think it was Really a smart decision. It was a horrendous throw. He should have been out. But Gene, with the fire, with the energy, my dude's going for it, ends up scoring. Again, probably not the smartest decision, but he scored, so I'll I'll take the win where I can get it. But Gene really, really hustling out there. So he scores there. We get to the fifth. Another RBI double from Bryce makes it 6-1, and then Schwarber sack fly makes it 7-1 in the next inning. So in the sixth inning, we're sitting there, and it's 7-1. Which is now my least favorite score in baseball. Yes. I, we, we I was going to say might be. We are the only fan base in the sport whose least favorite score is when your team is up 7-1. to one. I can guarantee that. I don't think there's any other team in the sport that is as upset when their team is winning 7-1. to 7-1, to one, we head to the 6th inning, the bottom of the 6th, and uh, this is where they get to Wheeler a little bit. A Will Smith RBI double scores a couple, makes it 7-3. to three. Brad Hank comes in 
does a nice job getting out of that inning, but it's seven three now, and it's like okay, this is it all happened in the ninth, but this is what happened in the Mets, right? The the Lindor homer, and it's like oh okay, you know, and then it's like another one, another one. We get to the eighth, and it falls apart. Joe Girardo puts Jose Alvarado in the game. Jose Alvarado, ready for this pitching line? My man goes one third of an inning, five hits, one walk, four runs in a third of an inning. Gives up the game. It's a tie game as RBI single by Will Smith scores one and then a big Justin Turner double just inside the line at third base makes it 7-6, to six, scores two, and then Chris Taylor comes through with an RBI single to center off of Alvarado. <laughs> and it's 7-7 seven, seven all of a sudden. It's 7-7 seven to seven all of a sudden. And I honestly am shocked they, they didn't score more there because there was only one out there as a, you know, kind of as, Pouring it on. Taylor scores. Um, they get lucky here as they get a fielder's choice kind of bunt into first and they get the out at home, which was huge to be able to get that out at home. Um, then they end up getting out of the inning a couple batters later. We head to the top of the ninth inning as the Phillies are now in a 7 7 ball game. They had just been up 7 1. And honestly, if the Dodgers take the lead, I don't know if the Phillies score. If the Dodgers take the lead, they might just close it out. You know, it felt like that kind of thing, but they didn't. And the Phillies get lucky. Inning leads off with an arm, uh, with a ground up by Camargo, but then it gets going. Odubel comes in to pinch hit for Roman Quinn. A smart decision, a good decision. Worked out on a Odubel rare bunt single. How about that? You know, you're expecting that from Roman Quinn. Uh, infield single for Hoskins. Kind of a weird single is a nice way to put it, but a uh, gets on base there. We're first and second. Alec Bohm walks. Bases loaded. One out. And what do we get from Daniel Hudson? We get a wild pitch. A wild pitch. Scores a run. Odubel comes in to score on the wild pitch. Bryce Harper would follow with a sack fly to score Hoskins from third. Nine to seven. Corey Knable comes in and, and scares us to death. Literally loads the bases to start the inning. No outs. A single from Trey Turner. Walk, walk. Walk, walk. For Gnable. Bases loaded. No outs. Nine to seven. And thank goodness Corey Gnable settles in, gets three straight. Oh, they win the game. <laughs> what a roller coaster of a baseball game. I can't believe they win it. Still here you know, this morning. Incredibly tired. Incredibly ready for West Coast trips to never happen again. Certainly for this one to be done. But um, I I still don't believe they won the game. I I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It was as as surprising a Phillies win as we've had this season. Just in the sense, you know, look in terms of of opponent and situation, as good a win as they've had. Um, but it was it was shocking. It was shocking when they blew that lead. I don't think there's a single Phillies fan on the planet who thought they were winning the game. Not one. Not any of us. Nobody. Nobody. We were all ready to fire Girardi after the game. And let me tell you, I mean, you lose two 7-1 games in a week, probably is there to get fired. <laughs> it would have been something else, right? It would have been something else. Thank goodness. Thank goodness they won the game. A necessary 9-7 victory. A terrifying game. Jose Alvarado, like enough, enough, enough. 
I don't want to see Jose Alvarado pitch in game unless we're down 9 nothing or we're up 10 nothing. That's it. Those are my only two spots where I'm allowing Jose Alvarado in a baseball game. Enough! Enough! How many times do I have to see it? I mean, this guy just has no control. He doesn't know where the hell his ball's going, and he seems more edible than he used to be, too. It's just, uh, I, I, I hate when Jose Alvarado comes into a game, and I hate that Joe Girardi seems to have this massive faith in him as... Girardi yet again shows that he has so little feel for the bullpen and when to make the right moves and the right guys to put in and all that. And I know players got to come through and all that, but disappointing um, night for Joe Girardi yet a win and a butt-saving win for him from that perspective because who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That would have been a tough one, especially with the rest of the series. You're out on the West Coast. Maybe he doesn't get on the plane to come back. Who knows? But but they win it. They win it. They, uh, you know, just a... Uh, Shockingly massive win from this team. Again, I'm I'm floored they did it. I'm floored. I'm I'm absolutely shell shocked in a good way. But I really it almost feels like they lost just because I had I had come to grips with it. I had said, you know what? There's a loss. I accept it. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is the life of a Phillies fan. This is the life I have chosen. Or my dad chose for me, or whatever you want to call it. This is the life. I accept. It is what it is. And they won the game. So, you know, credit there. Needed it. All right, massive one tonight and tomorrow night and the next day. We'll get to all that in a sec. First, some um, troubling news uh, on the Bryce Harper front. Not not we want. Um, as uh, came out yesterday, Girardi said that the Phillies did another test on Bryce Harper last week, and it showed a small tear in his UCL. They had Dr. Elatrache this morning who confirmed that it was a small tear. Uh, he will be no throw for four weeks. Then they hope he'll start a throwing program over that. After that, he'll have a PRP injection on Sunday, which will likely take him out of the lineup Sunday, uh, which will definitely take him out of the lineup Sunday. It will likely take him out Tuesday as well if he's off on Monday. Um, I mean, this is horrible news. I mean, <laughs> think there's any way you can spin the here's the spin thank god for the dh the only spin to this is if there weren't the dh bryce harper's season might be over not only would bryce have not been playing for the last month his season might be over we might get this news today that says yep bryce is getting tj surgery (laughs) seriously or even if he wasn't hey bright again think about that phrasing in four weeks, they hope he can start throwing. It's June 13th in four weeks. Then you hope he starts throwing. I mean, maybe best case scenario, if his elbow responds while he doesn't do anything, he's back in July or something. But thank God this is the year the designated hitter came over. I mean, I, I, I don't have the words to talk about how it massively huge that is for this Phillies team. A lot more Nick Cassianos in right field. Let giddy up, as they say. Um, but this is obviously very, very concerning news now and moving forward. You know, it does. Obviously, they're going to go with the rehab angle on this, the PRP injections. It seems like he is not hurting when he hits. Um, obviously, the results have been really good lately. Um, Harper um, seemed, you know, pretty positive about it or as much as he could. He said, quote unquote, I'm obviously glad. 
that I know and have some clarity on where it's going to go from here. That's about it. I'll get the shot on Sunday, see how I feel next couple of days and go from there. He said, I need to look at the positives of being able to DH. If this were last year, I wouldn't be able to. I could still help this team on this side of the ball. Of course, I want to be able to be on that side of the ball, but the guys out there are going to take care of business. So, um, I mean, it's really nerve-wracking. You know, it could mean Tommy John surgery at some point for Bryce. I mean, that is absolutely on the table. And, and you know, I think some people would say likely, I, you know, I don't think you see, and we have, don't get me wrong, there have been examples of people who have had the UCL tear and have gone with the rehab route and come back and been successful. And and even more for position players. Even pitchers, Masir Tanako is really the only guy I can remember. We all remember the, the Sir Anthony fiasco with the, the slight tear and he's going to rehab and then a year later he gets Tommy John or whatever it is later gets Tommy John and then, you know, it's a whole nother year plus all that. So, um, Nerve-wracking from that perspective. And, you know, again, I wouldn't be shocked if Harbour has to get Tommy John at some point. Um, thank God we have the DH. Thank God it seems like, even if it's minor, they're saying it's nothing. But, you know, even if it's minor, it seems like whatever discomfort Harper has when he's hitting is is incredibly mild and clearly not inhibiting him from performing on that side of the ball. Last night, uh, again, another example, and really has just been really locked in lately. I think we're about to see Harper really go on a roll here from an offensive perspective as, you know, the numbers have really increased. I mean, he has been really, really impressive lately as Harper has really, he's looked locked in too. You know, when you watch him hit, you know, he's, he's taking the ball where it's supposed to go. Um, the numbers, he's up to 276. We all remember how low he was, 328 and a 553 slugging percentage, the best on the team of the regular starters. Um, so, you know, all of a sudden the OPS is hovering near 900. You know, it's like, we're almost there. You know, yeah. So, so Harper's going to be awesome. He's going to be, he's going to get there offensively. But, but this is, you know, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't just incredibly concerned about this. I mean, I would be lying to you. And I, we don't lie on this show. We tell it like it is. I tell you how I feel. I'm incredibly concerned. I, I'm hopeful that that it all works out. But, um, I'm nervous. And thank God for the DH. You know, at least we know that he'll be hitting this year, which is the most important thing. But it's concerning past that. It's concerning past that because at a certain point, you never know if it gets worse, if it does impinge his ability to hit. And again, if it gets worse, the point where he just has to get Tommy John at a certain point, you know, thank God he's not a pitcher, but, you know, it'll still be out six months at least, maybe nine, whatever. So um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, and it's something to be concerned about, something to keep our eye on, something we're going to need to monitor. Again, I'll say it again, just because it is the most important thing. Thank God for the designated hitter. I know I've said it a lot, but we should all be getting down on our hands and knees and and, and putting our hands together and saying, thank you, Lord, for the designated hitter. Thank you for saving our season. And, you know, I know there was a lot of people out there, a lot of NL peeps, very against the DH. Here's all I'll say to that as a long, long time proponent of the designated hitter coming to the National League of never needing to see a pitcher hit ever, ever, ever again. As a long time proponent of that, here's what I'll say to all of you who have been very anti DH and have been very all oh, the, the strategy and blah, 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 and all that stuff and, and all that. Here's, here's what I'm going to say to you with Bryce Harper in mind. You're welcome. Welcome aboard. 
We're happy to have you on the pro-DH side of things, and you're welcome for schooling you in the ways of great baseball. So, no problem. Got your back! Seriously, though. Jeez, Louise. I mean, what? where would we be without that? Uh, all right, look ahead. Big weekend of baseball. As the Phillies finish out this West Coast trip, right now they are 3-1 and one on the West Coast trip. What? <laughs> we'll see how it goes tonight. Three more than back home off day Monday, but then a tough week next week because they have six games, three against San Diego, three against Los Angeles. So the Dodgers, um, six of the next nine against the Dodgers, seven of the ten if you include last night's win. So um, big three games coming up. Last night, you know, the the you look at the win last night and you're excited about it, but it was also Tyler Anderson on the hill who is like far and away the Dodgers' worst pitcher. The Dodgers' best pitchers are, are pitching the next few games or, or three of their best as it's Kershaw, Bueller, and Urias. So that's not awesome. Gibby versus Kershaw tonight. I mean, that's an even matchup, right? Gibby's been great. You know, who's Kershaw? Come on. Um, Suarez against Bueller. I love that matchup. Ranger coming up a really nice outing. Bueller, one of the best young pitchers in the sport. And then a uh, big one on Sunday, Aaron Nola against Julio. Urias. Nola in a big spot. Let's see, buddy. Let's see. So, um, look, it's uh, it's a big series, a big weekend. Again, the Phillies just need to take one to, to uh, tie the series. And if they can win two or three here, they, they win the series against the Dodgers in L.A., that would be something, something for us to grab onto, something we could really latch onto and be excited about. So, big, big series this weekend. Big, terrifying, but big win last night. And hopefully they can handle some business this weekend. Either way. Whatever happens, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk about it on Monday. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Phillies 24-7. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 